0: welcome to a fresh new episode of a fire inside out i'm your host ben Hansen, joined by who is that in the dim light who me that's right it's me a, oh jeff cork welcome Hi, back buddy. man yeah it's been a long time why has it been so long you would think uh-huh that just because
1: a band has does not have a new album <laughs> that we would be done talking about that band
0: uh-huh but no i recall the last episode yes complaining about how long it took us to create that and then you're like well let me pick the topic for the next one i'll do it next and weak. Spot on. And then you're like, I want black audio now. And then you proceeded to sit on your ass for months and months and months. That sounds about right. <laughs> but welcome everybody. We're covering yeah. black audio here. This is AFI's I would say AFI's first side project. Davey was kind of dabbling with some other stuff, but it's interesting because Jade Puget and Davey Havoc are mm-hmm. in it. So half of AFI splits mm-hmm. off uh and they find a Casio in a closet and out comes black audio. Set the stage. What year? Hey, baby. So they started working on it back in 2001. Holy! Originally, cow. they started kind of filing stuff away. The world shifted that year. Who can forget? it? Then let's let's take a moment to really talk about that quirk, or we can talk about how "Love Like Winter," uh, mm-hmm. the, uh love, like the AFI classic that click, was originally clack, click, a click, click, black audio track. Really? Uh, so there is black audio like history peppered throughout AFI, where a couple songs they started to make, and then we're like. Uh, this might be more of an AFI thing So it's mm-hmm. a it's a passion project Much like us in this podcast This is what Dave and Jay do for fun
1: I have a lot of thoughts about black audio Oh yeah? And I, I will even share some with you
0: So there's two albums we're kind of covering today we're,
1: I'll get to my thoughts later that's Keep right. going
0: That's right uh, So we're kind of breaking up the format We're not going to go track by track Otherwise this would be way too long And I think a little bit boring I like only doing that for AFI proper Yeah, this is a bonus That's a lump sum uh, Lumpy sum with Jeff Cork over there <laughs> Uh, so, we're covering Sex Cells from 2007 and then Bright Black Heaven from September 11th, 2012. So, perfect. Yeah. Perfect union for everything. Um, so, give me your big picture thoughts on Black Audio Cork, and then we can dive into some specifics. I have to
1: say, I have a really hard time wrapping my mind around Black Audio. Wrapping your tongue just around be- it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you're, you're a real treat this evening. <laughs> Go on. Uh, just because it is the two lead songwriters for AFI, right? Yeah. So those guys kind of hole off and go on their little retreat, splash around in the pool. Jade's got his feet in there, wearing mm-hmm. board shorts, jamming along in his acoustic. Davey's like, come on in.
0: He's got his we big, like, like the big later. orange, like things around his arms, the little floaties. floaties. Yeah. They're black. And, and they then it's kind of like uh, the Garfield and Friends character, like the duck, Wade, where he has like a miniature version of himself on the balloon strapped around him. It's just, like a miniature version of Davy's head.
1: Yeah. And actually, Jade is like uh, that one chick from us acres who's just the feet in the shell so anyway it's very elaborate fantasy but anyway those guys are like writing afi songs and Mm -hmm. it's interesting that they are they're able to like kind of compartmentalize and like you said there's some some overlap like Mm -hmm. you know love like the winter oh yeah this is an afi song but there are a lot of songs listening to black audio like sex cells in particular where you're just like this is just an afi song with different instrumentation
0: it, okay, so if I pull the wool over your eyes, which I never do because I love you, and I just told you, hey, check out AFI's next album. It yeah. came out after um, Burials. Mm-hmm. Here it is. It's called Sex Cells and gave you this. Would you be like, BS, this is right out? No. I'd be <laughs> like,
1: huh, I bet uh, but the other members of the band are super bummed out. They didn't get to participate.
0: <laughs> They've been replaced by robots. Uh, Adam's just sitting there like with the drums over his head waiting to go into the drop the <laughs> yeah. entire time.
1: And then Hunter's just like walking around
0: the parking lot drawing cartoons or something. He's the sexual inspiration for these heavy themes on this album. But He's the sex salesman. I'm completely with you. It's interesting, like, before we've talked about how Davey talks about with the lyric writing process how he can't seem to break away from dark themes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, my favorite interview with him is that one where he talks about, like, yeah, I'd love to write about something else, but what are you going to do? My mind's stuck in this dark rut. And I feel like with black audio, you're right. The lyrics... For a lot of it are also very AFI-ish, where it's dark, a little bit brooding, a little bit about you don't understand me, me versus you. Here's who I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's who I want you to be. Basically AFI lyrics, or what have been AFI AFI lyrics Mm -hmm. forever. Um, And Davey can't break out of it. But like listening to interviews with him, he loves the dancey, popular tracks. Yeah, so it's interesting, even though he's like outputting all this kind of darker stuff, even he kind of gravitates and probably just wants to emphasize what Black Audio does differently than AFI, which is the more dancey numbers.
1: Yeah, you think at a certain point, if they had it to do all over again, they would have taken some of the stuff from Crash Love, maybe, and turned that into Black Audio and just kept more of, like... the. uh, I I mean, they've moved away from just hardcore, obviously, a very long time ago, Mm -hmm. but kept more of the traditional, like, rock stuff over on uh, the AFI side of the spectrum and then just kind of moved some of the, like the more dancey stuff that has appeared on AFI albums over to black audio? Do you think it's that simple?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's interesting to think of sex cells as coming out a year after December underground. It came out in 2007 Mm -hmm. because the sounds are so similar and it starts to really bleed. And kind of, as you listen to sex cells, you're kind of taken back to that period of, I don't want to call it a low point, but mm-hmm. one of, I don't know. I'm not crazy about Summer Underground, which we talked about. I think we both gave it sixes back, uh, back in the day when we reviewed it. Yeah. And it kind of just reminds me of that era where Davey's voice is just a little bit too deep for its own good, mm-hmm. and a little bit too kind of yeah, yeah, for sure. dark, wobbly. It's, like, it's just not gripping me.
1: It, it's super weird because, like, just in terms of side projects, mm-hmm. when I think of a side project, I typically think of like a couple members of a band and then like some people from different bands working together. Right. This is just, I can't think of another example, and I'm sure I'm showing my ignorance here, of just the core songwriting team from a band kind of veering off and doing more stuff.
0: And kind of like, yeah, the powerhouse of the band. So I mean, just, not to put down Adam and Hunter, but uh-huh. I mean, it, it certainly seems in interviews, it seems like they come in later in the process.
1: Yeah, because typically, like, if they are writing just a ton of songs, and I think you've you have mentioned, like, in interviews, the after a session, they'll be like, oh, we've got, like, 400 songs or some, like, absurd mm-hmm. number. And they have the luxury here of being able to be like, well, this could be we'll put this one in this bucket. This one will go in this bucket. You know what I mean? Like they can mm-hmm. kind of parse it out rather than, well, here we are, we're smashing pumpkins, and I guess, you know, everything we do kind of goes through that that channel.
0: Yeah, and it's gotta be a thrill for them to have that outlet, and it seems like they have a lot of momentum with it. Clearly Davy and Jade are excited about this. Like it's interesting they talk about we're talking about two albums today, and the second one, apparently they finished before Crash Love. But they held on it. They didn't want to release like Great Black Heaven because they wanted to keep it so that people wouldn't have the impression that AFI is dead. Because ah. if there are two albums between December Underground and Crash Love mm-hmm. that were from another band, people would be like, well, what the hell? So they're very good at sitting on Black Audio tracks. Mm-hmm. Just kind of Jade dancing around his bedroom to the to the hip beats. Yeah, it, It's also interesting. Uh, there's an interview with Jade that I saw. Uh, a really good one. Uh, we'll talk about it later, I'm sure, a little bit. But there's, on Black Audio's official YouTube, they did something which Someone else had done third-party-wise with AFI stuff, and I Mm -hmm. love it, but basically for Black Audio, they break down all the tracks on uh, the second album, Break Black Heaven, and kind of just give a little history of like, oh, here's what it is, here's what it is, Um, which is great. And in that, Jade was talking about his problem of um, overwriting these tracks, where he's like, yeah, typically, I think I just get too complicated. I keep layering in layers upon layers, Mm -hmm. and so certain tracks that are a little bit more simpler, he was on board for, but can you hold it against him when he's sitting on this thing for four years it's like oh i might as well putz with that a little bit more might as well put another coat of paint on that song
1: like maybe say red for instance that was sounds like one that's just been shellacked maybe beyond what it needed to be but anyway we're getting way ahead of ourselves yeah
0: we're not going to go through chronologically (laughs) necessarily but i'm sure we'll get to all that later but just to give you an idea of who black audio is yeah uh, who
1: is black audio
0: the first kind of single uh off of sex cells which by the way How is that spelled? Talk about a confusing band. Let's talk about how all this stuff is spelled. Exactly. So Black Audio, we got a Q instead of a C, and Sex Cells, we're talking Uh C-E-X and then C-E-L-L-S. And it's
1: all kind of jammed together, one camel case word, at least on the album. Jammed
0: together like a good old-fashioned orgy. Letters all over the place. Mostly the letter O. The C letters. Do you like the name Black Audio?
1: I I like it fine, but the Q. (laughs) Maybe not that so much.
0: Because I always have... I'm just an idiot and I haven't listened to black audio that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every time I try and Google it, it's like, I'm just going to write it normally. I don't remember which dumb letter is different. Now I think I have it drilled in my head thanks to this podcast. Yeah. All right. Let's listen to a little bit of Stiff Kittens. Mm-hmm. We're all still the same, dear. I have owned this life forever. I'll always... And this is just the two of them, correct? It's just them and their old 88s. There you go. Whatever uh, whatever they're composing this on. Yeah, Wheels it's just, of Steel. Yeah, so they, they actually, I believe they produced this first album. I forget who mm-hmm. the actual record label was, but it's not like they had a producer in the room being like, you got to do this, baby. Yeah. So I'm sure it's liberating for them to have that amount of freedom and also not to have to filter it through half the AFI process, too. Like, eh. You guys stay at home. We've got this. We'll just kind of work on our own little stuff on the side. And I wonder if going into it, it was like,
1: we're black audio. We're kind of dancey. If you don't have to have such a tightly constructed album in terms of themes, because you could just be like, hey, these are just songs they're going to play at the club. Yeah. Just, I mean, going into it. Then when they started writing, they're
0: like, okay, maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe this is getting darker than (laughs) I expected. Maybe I'm angrier internally than I thought. Yeah, there's one song off of Bright Black Heaven, which Davey calls like the strip club song like, I fully really expect people to be able to dance on a pole to this song um, mm-hmm. and then kill themselves at the end by beating their head in with a pole. Um, <laughs> exactly. But uh, so Between Breaths, which is the second song off of Sex Cells, I wanted to play a little bit because I, I like the sound of the chorus here. Mm-hmm. Times have you used that line, Cork? Climb on top and I'll never stop. Until I make you forget who you are. Uh, not as often as you might think. <laughs> <laughs> Climb on top, comma. I'm tired.
1: It's super weird because like this album starts off, and yeah. I must have mentioned this a million times in this podcast. You so probably forgive yeah. me. But like the first track just sounds almost like, hey, we like depeche mode. Let's do a depeche mode song. Mm-hmm. So you have that. Then this one. Reminds me, like, Between Breaths reminds me of just classic Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Downward Spiral. It even has, like, near the end, just, like, a single piano note being played right over right. and over again, you know. So well, that's interesting. And I think the next track, and like we said, we're not going to be doing it track by track. But, but you're going to do it right now. It quickly slides into, oh, this is just, like, AFI.
0: Well, that's actually, so Snuff on Digital, I think is what you're talking about. There. Yeah. They, they mentioned in interviews that that was one of the earliest tracks yeah, that they it. had kind of putzing around. So I think that was probably before they had that clear differentiator. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I would argue how clear it is, but it is out there. Do you think they ever played the songs
1: for AFI proper and everyone's kind of bobbing their heads and then they like grabbed the sheet music and held it to their chests and were like, no, this is not for you. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is for
0: us. You want it, don't you, Hunter? Ooh hey baby uh so as we talked about a little bit with uh between breaths i mean it is uh more sexually oriented content and i feel like and it's like he likes sex remember he did not like sex make up your mind brother well that's where the conflict comes yeah the root of all great art is conflict yeah uh but i think it it kind of falls into a trap where afi they frequently talk about like this oh this album's about this and Mm -hmm. it's like well really just like two tracks are about that yeah like it's not this sexiest album. There's a couple tracks that deal with relationships, couple right. that reference sex. I mean, that's a good example there between breaths and whatnot. But the most of it is still just kind of me versus you, trouble getting along.
1: So they said like sex sells is about being a horny poonhound Is that basically? That was an
0: exact quote from Davey Havoc. Yeah. Okay. I think the joy of Black Audio for me is just the variety of sounds. Yeah. It's it's a simple pleasure, but like I'm not just to tip my hand early. I'm not completely in love with Black Audio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are key moments, and especially like key sounds, usually towards the beginning, where it's like, oh, it's cool to see AFI experimenting with this kind of sound.
1: So you're playing your hand early. Can I play my hand too? Just yeah. So we can just get this out of the way, please. I think if you are a fan of AFI and
0: uh-huh. you
1: haven't ever experimented with Black Audio, I bet if you bought these two albums, mm-hmm. you could make yourself a heck of a you could pretend that it's a, like a bonus AFI album. You could, okay. You'd have to trim a lot of like what you might consider to be fat mm-hmm. or just like, nope, this is not for me. From there, both? There's a, from both albums. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I think you probably have a good solid like eight or nine songs that you could be like, yeah, this is almost like Crash Love era AFI. A little, like, little more upbeat. Kind of into
0: that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But overall, I mean, was it torture listening to this stuff for you? No.
1: No, it's interesting. This isn't music that I typically will like sit down and listen to to be honest yeah yeah like,
0: i'm totally with you and like i have a tough time with it just because i don't really listen to electronica mm-hmm. dancey type stuff too much and so i hear it and i just think oh, i think they're taking themselves too seriously with this whereas like you know with rock music at least which if i kind of evolves into it can be like all right i understand the tone i understand what they're going yeah. for here whereas this it's like trying to be sexy i i don't get it <laughs> uh but here's a good example of just a unique sound this is the opening for uh bitter for sweet did you play res on PS2 Cork no I did not well you get the idea from that song. Um, oh wait yeah i did did yeah, you really totally, yeah okay good uh so there is interesting sounds all over the place uh my big complaint i guess about black audio and this could be just from me being a rookie um and really stupid is every once in a while it just feels like the vocals are disconnected from the music and i wonder if it's just from reading too many interviews where i learned about the production and it literally is just jade Sitting in his room Coming up with something cool And then sending it over to Davey And Davey being like Oh I could probably Write some lyrics mm-hmm. To wedge into that Okay But it never really feels Too organic And I think like This song here uh, Let's see I guess it's called On a Friday I think it's a good example Of just kind of The disconnect that I feel Maybe no one else can feel it But This
1: is another song Where are like Hey we're a dance band So we're going to sing About dancing <laughs>
0: They do that a lot, dancing through Sunday. A lot of songs
1: out. about dancing where they talk about dancing.
0: If you didn't get the idea,
1: shake your booty butt. So let's just pretend. with strangers if i didn't know any better yeah i I would think that dancing there may be like a uh, a surface reading doesn't tell the whole story he's complaining about dancing with strangers maybe he's talking about being intimate with strangers go on i don't know that's all i have okay
0: that's good that's good cork that's real good (laughs) sex doesn't sell so easily uh semiotic love it has a poppy intro uh and the you know the chorus about it, in love with a satellite. i'm not crazy mm-hmm. about but it, i think it's kind of a fun song uh, and it has like my favorite afi thing which is kind of that communal vibe yeah this uh, is
1: totally like i wrote crash love <laughs> <shit>. I, <laughs> yeah totally here's i here's, mean here's,
0: that is a compliment absolutely here's an example Can't get away from it, baby. Nope. Baby Havoc's on a one way track. Yep, a slightly deeper O than AFI's O's oh. going throughout these. He does
1: a really slow one, so I did not mark it down. One of the songs he does a very slow O, and it sounds kind of anguished, but it's an O nonetheless. Oh man, I bet
0: I wrote it down somewhere, oh. but I can't find it through my uh, it's like that buried notes. Uh, yeah, so again, I mean, there's it reminds me a lot of kind of later AFI where it's like, oh. I could, oh, I could get used <laughs> to this, uh, there's yeah. definitely moments, and, like you said, certain <laughs> courses where I think are really great, um, it's just a matter of being unfamiliar with the genre, and so it, it takes it's a learning process, I guess,
1: yeah, absolutely, and this album see it has a lot of like I had to check several times, like, did I just hear this track, oh like, okay. is, it, is it on repeat or something? I mean, it has a very kind of sameness to it, which is it's catchy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time that I don't think that, like from track to track there's not like an like an amazing shift where you're just like wow that song is completely like different.
0: Right, right. I mean I mean you could
1: find like the peaks and valleys from the album and put them next to each other and mm-hmm. you will like it'll be jarring that way, but I think the way that the album is sequenced uh it's just a
0: nice solid kind of yeah. They blast. talk about like I forget which song it is exactly. But in an interview, they talked about how they kind of have a down song, a little more grand, and mm-hmm. like eh, they just haven't played it live, yeah, um, because they want to keep the beat going. And so that's the thing when you're writing an album for the idea of a dance club environment, like you, it's tougher to have those peaks and valleys. Like, hey, this is the part where everyone should try and find a stool to sit on for a little <laughs> while, versus this is the part where we want you to make out with a stranger. Yeah, exactly. Um, th- there's a bonus track on the iTunes version called "Black Electric," mm. and I think it is one of the most interesting on the album. Uh, let me jump to it because it just, it feels little afi and it's more communal. Yeah. just take a listen here. uh but it feels like an alternate universe version of a song off uh black sales where it's very communal having it having davy sing about we are rising like i'll automatically be a sucker for that yeah it stands out in the black audio vein uh for that aspect there's a couple more communal uh oriented songs but that one definitely stood out as one of the more afie where it's conceivable if you put a guitar underneath that it would totally work Mm -hmm. uh so sex Sales, you you enjoyed it yeah it was all right it was just fine (laughs) It was just fine. It'll do in a pitch. So the next one, next album they released in 2012 called Bright Black Heaven. And this one I had not listened to at all. Really? I probably just saw the headline somewhere. Like, oh, they released a new album. Eh, I wasn't really into that sex sells album so much. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I was excited going into it. Like, oh, it's a new album from Davey and Jade that I don't know anything about. Uh, I like the cover of this one. Yeah, I do too. It's just those weird boxes. I spent where... way too much time looking at it. What it is, it's... it's... Two
1: boxes side by side. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, and like I spent way too much time looking at this. Probably. Thing. Um, One of them looks like in, like it's black and white, and it's like an illustration, and it looks like an iron mm-hmm. from the side, like an old, like you'd use to press a shirt.
0: And then the, other Monopoly, one, yeah.
1: the other one looks like a top-down version of that, and there you can see that it kind of has two handles, not just one. And it made me think, I wonder if anyone's ever used a 3D printer to make this thing
0: no what is that then you know what this is is there like a story behind this well i can't talk about it It involves rabbits it's a whole complicated is it some kind of hutch mechanism (laughs) talk to me i cannot tell you anything about it okay uh so cold war is the first track on this album let's just listen to it because it starts the album out on an interesting note with a relatively interesting sound for this band Uh, little violin, little strings mm-hmm. going on in the background. Forget to skip ahead because this song is really funny. All right, well here's here's later on. What makes you laugh so much, Kirk?
1: How dare you? I cannot believe what I heard. How absurd. (laughs) He's prettier than
0: you. So a lot, as far as I can tell, my Mm -hmm. juvenile reading is a lot of Bright Black Heaven is about trying to help some woman deal with a guy, Mm -hmm. uh, an ex. Unclear if it's like you're dating a woman and the experience is trying to help her get over this previous guy. It's a lot about him in past tense. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would imagine not oh, being a psychologist sad. that something was happening in Davy's life around this period that really helped uh, fuel it which I guess would have been around 2009 then technically for following yeah. the timeline of all this stuff um, so a lot of dancey stuff dancey stuff right out of the gate like Fade to White here is just an example get on that floor Cork are you pulling my arm a little bit oh, I'm like come on come on uh, okay come on look at that cute girl over there let's go and then you can go out there and just stare directly down your feet stupid wedding ring won't come off let's get let's get to a biggie here faith healer is a third track it is the first single i believe off of bright black heaven did you happen to look at the music video for this one heck no all right well there is a music video it's just them on a beach and uh, a woman in bondage mm-hmm. do you think davy's into bondage or is that just like an image thing where it's like ah it's just an interesting visual probably both think so yeah. you'd put money on him being into bondage Ooh, not much are you into bondage not much what about james bondage james bondage i want to tie you up all right that counts i <laughs> three guess three in a leak. uh so then they eventually throw the lady into the ocean or something but there's a funny video kind of a sad but funny video on youtube for the official black audio where it shows like the making of uh-huh. this music video it has 3600 views really and i think black audio has a following but compared to like the afi making of stuff it was really disappointing how low it was because it was fine there's funny moments where like it's showing the filming of davy being cool like singing in like this little lagoon mm-hmm. and then like, <laughs> jade's in the shot wearing like a suit and tie on the beach just kind of wandering around and moping around in the background it it reminds me of me at a club if i was listening to a black <laughs> audio shows me like i don't know what to do here what do i do with my hands uh but faith healer i think is notable for having a really really cool chorus did this stand out to you at all yeah, I like this song. All right. I do too. It might be my favorite Black Audio song. Here it is. Just takes some. fast talking davy mm-hmm. we it's come up a couple times but the give me a little thing like, i think it sounds great uh, yeah. it's better than I, what i just did right now with my mouth yeah uh but it's Prod- real good it's up there with my favorite black audio songs uh and speaking of the music video weird little nugget of history for black audio is they talked in interviews about doing a music video for stiff kittens off of sex cells oh Um, And it was directed by Mark Webb, the amazing Spider-Man director, 500 Days of Summer, who's done a million of their music videos. And they talked about like filming it at his house, yada, yada, yada. So generous for him to film it. And it does not exist anywhere. It was never released. Really? Yeah. It's really frustrating. Is that even like
1: a a record store promo thing or anything?
0: I couldn't find anything on YouTube. And I was asking uh, Mary, who's on this show, super fan. And she said like, yeah, they never released it. Hmm. So I don't know if Mark Webb was just too busy and they couldn't finish it or they weren't happy with it. Or what happened to that thing? who knows strange so davy's favorite song yeah off of bright black heaven is everybody's friends oh i hope you, you're gonna play the chorus don't you take all
1: day because i've been waiting for you i hope that you don't mind i'm looking like a valentine we can be so discreet when the act is black you'll remember me we can be so
0: You like that chorus? Yeah, because it's
1: Little Red Corvette from Prince. There you go. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> well, you know, if you got to fit something <laughs> into a mold, might as well be a good little ditty like Little Red Corvette. No, I like that song a lot. Oh, really? Little Red Corvette. Oh, I see. No, I like Everybody Friends, too. Everybody Friends, too. You're everybody, friends with that song.
1: Everybody Friends.
0: Uh, So let's be honest with the next track, and the ending really stood out to me. Maybe I'm reading too much into this, but here's the ending of uh, Let's Be Honest. Well, you just control yourself. Control yourself. Mind
1: you, of anything... That reminds me of being at my parents' house, because they have wind chimes,
0: and they're like... That's what I was thinking of. Really? Yeah, of eating dinner on Easter at your parents' place. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, what a great time that was. Thanks no, for coming over. It
0: reminds me of All Hollows, uh, that old ah. EP that we covered a while back, which, remember, had a lot of kind of ambient, spooky noise, but they're not a Halloween band?
1: <laughs> not a Halloween but Black band, Black Audio's maybe
0: dabbling with being a Halloween band. Halloween and sex band, everybody. <laughs> Gather All around.
1: Halloweenies.
0: <laughs> that uh,
1: song reminds me of... It's very reminiscent of something that, like, as a child... Would have been on m t v and heavy rotation like in the early days of m t v when there were just like eight or nine videos they would constantly play so just because it sounds older, yeah, it just it sounds like a song that I have heard before, but not in the same way as like everybody's friends. The chorus is like very familiar because it's basically little red corvette, sure, so it just sounds like a like a song that has always existed that they found,
0: and it a just way. tapped into it yeah. it's, it's the communal If that spirit. makes any sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so i think overall bright black Black heaven has more interesting sounds uh it seems like jade is it's a little bit less simplistic and experimental Mm -hmm. as sex cells yeah Um, but here's a good example in bliss of just a unique sound that jade comes up with It sounds a little perfect darky if you know that soundtrack at all. <laughs> so, there's <are> certain <laughs> moments in Black Audio where it's like, oh, this sounds like it could fit on the perfect dark soundtrack. Uh, here's the opening of The Witness another good funky example. Hello, David. Uh, There's also a good build-up to a woe in this song.
1: F yes. Off, yeah. You have to play the beginning at least of Say Red. Because this is like if <laughs> the town of Silly Town decided they needed a like a, a theme mm-hmm. and they commissioned Black Audio to compose it, mm-hmm. this would it's be the Say song Red. that like they would have like a ribbon cutting ceremony, and this would be theme for Silly Town. Say Red.
0: Reminds me, God, what's the name of that old, there's like a bunch of YTMDs about, but like some kid's show where a lady's all in pink and she's spinning around happy dance style. Oh, Lazy Town. Lazy Town, yes. It It sounds totally Lazy Town, bro. Yeah. This
1: song reminds me of like a remix for another like, a more sedate version of this song that was like a cool song and then it's like, hey, then you get the EP and it's like eight remixes of it and this is like the weirdest, worst one.
0: That is exactly what I'm talking about where it feels like the vocals are disconnected a couple times throughout Black Audio where it's just like, it really just feels like they ripped the vocals from an AFI song and then someone went nuts with a Casio underneath it. Yeah. Uh, I have to say
1: though, this is like my too shy to scream. Like when I first heard it though, I was like this could be the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. But then I kept listening to it, and I just listened to it several times. And I'm like, I kind of like it a lot. So
0: the song, it's, it's about him kind of luring somebody innocent, this little girl, like, hey, you want to see the freaks that are into you, uh, which I feel like there's an AFI song that touches on a similar theme. But when he's talking about, like, little lover, you're in trouble, how little is that lover? What's Davey up to? Has right? the,
1: the term little lover ever been used outside of a song <laughs> it that ac song "Little
0: Lover." I could see John Wayne referring to everybody he made love to as "Little Lover." A little lover. That's little not lover. supposed to be. A, oh, that's really good, John Wayne. Thank you. Uh, here's a here's the breakdown for Say Red. It's a good live show moment. Yeah, It's really got it in there. Uh, I kind of like that song a lot. Yeah. So overall, did you like Bright Black Heaven or Sex Cells more?
1: Oh, boy. I would say Sex Cells is a little more familiar
0: as okay. an AFI listener. It's very December
1: underground-y. And Bright Black Heaven has more moments of fun, if that's yeah. what you're into.
0: Yeah. It, it's interesting that like it lines up. In a way where one is closer to December Underground and mm-hmm. one's closer to Crash Love. Yeah. So I think there is a weird analog you can make for the sounds of these two albums. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think I'd go Bright Black Heaven uh, as being more enjoyable after to go back and listen to them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's definitely good moments on Sex Cells. Like here's Cities of Night, there's a, there's a good drop here. Isn't that beautiful, it
1: is. I think I bonked the microphone with my hat too.
0: I'm sure that makes it less beautiful, but <laughs> it still, still gets across. Um, yeah, I mean, any other overall thoughts about black audio? Yeah,
1: so here's the deal they're yeah. gonna be playing a show in our neck of the woods, right? Minnesota, that's where we live, and we're clearly gonna go see them. But I, as I was listening to this, yeah, I was thinking, we're gonna have to, like, you can't just stand there, can you? I don't, <laughs> don't want to dance, I'm not a dancer,
0: I'm not either. It's gonna feel like, it's interesting that there's literally at least one song, uh, the mm-hmm. Sorry. Um the song is all about, like, getting out there and dancing. Don't listen to anybody. Just do it. Yeah. Come on. No one cares. Um, yeah. And it's going to be really tough to listen to that song at the Turf Club in Minneapolis next month and not dance.
1: You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to immediately go to the bar and order two uh, waters because... <laughs> I don't want to upset the band. Uh huh. And then I'm going to hold both of them. And I'm going to pretend that one of them is for a friend who's like, I'm I'm holding it for her. And then like when someone looks at me, and is like, you should dance. It's probably you. I'll just shrug and go, mm, I can't. And so,
0: then by the end of the night, just uh, evaporation is taking the waters down. My like... hands
1: are like prunes <laughs> on <from> the condensation <laughs> of these things. The labels are all like bleached white. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty good strategy. As the roadies
0: are packing up the stage. I, well, what if we take the opposite strategy? Okay, what's this? Because I, I also, listening to this, was having cold sweats thinking, we're going to have to F and dance at this. I know. We're going to be the biggest weirdos if we don't. But like, I'm cert- so fat right now, too. and Nobody wants to see that. I didn't want to say it, yeah. But <laughs> it's tough, too, just because I've conditioned myself to, like, I know how to dance at, like, a punk rock show or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even talk about, like, mosh pit. But, like, you kind of bob your head and you get into it. I was genuinely practicing while listening to Black Audio. Like, <laughs> Really? How do I gently bob my head to this music? It doesn't work. I don't know what dancing to this music looks like.
1: Oh, gosh. Here's what I
0: fully expect, though. Tell me. Is that a lot of this audience is also just AFI fa- fans that aren't as into this uh-huh. as they are into AFI?
1: Are our are thighs going to be... Black and blue from people's wallet chains hitting us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I don't think... I think this show coming up is going to be a big push to like, hey, people get out there and dance. And yeah. it's going to be... Minnesota's I a stand-up it. crowd, right? Yeah. What we're, does that mean? We're not
1: a big dancing crowd.
0: Right, right. right. We're... Yeah. Definitely we're not. We're
1: like a low energy, like we appreciate you deeply <laughs> on our own terms kind of we Well, crowd. thank
0: you quietly on the way out the door. Outside of that, you're not getting anything out of us, sir. I will... Thoughtfully look at your merch table <laughs> as I walk by it. <laughs> Deeply considerate. Uh so that yeah, we should lay out this timeline. So coming up mm-hmm. April 15th, they're releasing the new album mm-hmm. uh called Materials. They've released one track off it so far called Anointed. They're mm-hmm. doing a good job on their YouTube channel for Black Audio, by the way. AFI's getting smarter, the members of AFI with social media and stuff. But here's an example of Anointed. as you can see, Black Audio is completely changing its tune. It's nearly unrecognizable.
1: Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Do they offer dance classes for this kind of stuff that we can go
0: to together? Oh, just to train up. Just
1: like one class to be like, here, we're going to go to this thing mm-hmm. and I'll get some just for men first and comb that all over my head. and yeah,
0: Just for weirdo. I think the way to go is to look at, like, some black audio live performances uh-huh. on YouTube yeah. and then, like, point. Be like, I want to be like that person. Okay. I'm going to be like them no matter what. Okay. Uh, that's probably going to be the best strategy. What, if I, what if I accidentally point at Sir David Havoc? <laughs> then you got to get up on that stage vamping. And shake that B thing. All right. Uh, but, so, Materials, our next album is coming out April 15th. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Also, my birthday. Fun fact. It's um, my then, son's
1: birthday, too. Oh, really? Have we talked about that? You're my son.
0: Oh, that's right. Well, we've never addressed this on the podcast. But yes, Jeff Cork is my father. Yeah. Uh, but so that's coming out April 15th. The live show is coming up in May in Minneapolis. By the uh-huh. way, come out to Turf Club in Minneapolis and see us out there. I think there's still tickets available. Yeah, just ignore that concert. We could talk. Yeah, we can go inside and yeah. just beg Davey for an interview quickly. Just look for
1: the two coolest dancers and say, <laughs> hey, Jeff, Ben, and we'd be like,
0: what no matter what yeah if we act confused that's definitely us yeah uh but do we review materials when it comes out or do I say we wait mm-hmm. and then talk about materials and the show in one episode? that's a good idea okay here's here's Bon voyeurs by the way for There's an example of how to dance. To never share that face. so I want you dance and I will find- to just mm-hmm. dance baby uh so does that sound good we just wrap the materials review up with that live show sounds great all right well that's it man see that wasn't painful we put it off for so long yeah and it's like oh we're block audio experts Here we go i'm sorry to the actual fans out there that we didn't give them their due but it's a side project y'all
1: yeah we come from the afi side of the spectrum
0: that's right so the question is yes what do we do next well, you said there's another side project? There's Extremist, which I'm very, very, very... That's Davy Havoc's hardcore side project that is on the record label owned by one of the members of Linkin Park. Yeah. And I really, really want to hear what it sounds like. I've only heard the single, and I won't share my opinions, but... When did it come out? Gosh, good question. Maybe like hour, eight months ago? Okay. Something like that? So we should do this. Extremist, Yeah. You want next? Yeah. Or... Let me give you a couple options. Okay, give me Choose options. Choose your own adventure. Uh, if you reach down behind the table leg uh, in front of you at the table you're sitting at. What? Uh, you might find... So, like, put your hand towards me and then... Yeah, and then reach down. No, other side. Other side. And then reach around the front there. He's picking something up. He's not sure what it is. Hey, it's a book. What is that book? It says Pop Kids. Uh-huh. Look at the spine. It says Pop Kids. By Sir David Havoc. It's, yeah. This is his novel. Can I read the back? Yes, please.
1: Pop Kids. Davy Havoc. Score Massey is about to turn 18 years old. A pop culture obsessed pseudo vegetarian atheist pyromaniac trapped within a rural northern California town. He longs for escape in a city life of fame. To a s- life <laughs> of fame and fortune, he knows that he deserves nothing less. But when the underground parties that score hosts start to spread out of control, his fame comes early, as does his collapse. Inspired by pop stars, fashion models, celebrities, internet porn, social networking, reality TV, sex, drugs, and vegan banana bread, the Pop Kids shine an arc light on modern nihilism.
0: I don't know what this book's about. I think I just told you.
1: we are not paying <laughs> attention. You're deep within your fart app. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do you think? Would you ever want to read this as a side episode? Is this the only copy of the book do you have? No, I bought two copies. Are so you can serious? have that one. Yeah, I really did. I bought it so long ago, Cork. That's why I've been waiting to do this goddamn episode with you. Oh, has it?
1: I I'm genuinely touched that you did that. That's a nice gesture. I would love to read this.
0: Alright. So you want this to be the next episode or extremist Spoiler alert. School nights, he's holding open the pages that say it in big letters. Yeah. I'm curious about both, so I want you to choose for me. Uh let's let's do the book club. Book club next episode, extremist after that. Yeah. And we'll try and do it soon. I got a, I got a flight in front of me, so it'll be some good time for Pop Kids. Yeah. It's a snazzy-looking cover. I'm it's excited. Embossed. It looks like a door. It is pink. It's uh, very juicy. All right. So next episode, Pop Soft. Kids, Davey Havoc's novel. I have no idea what to expect from this. Well,
1: again, I, you, if you'd stopped making that fart sound, you would have heard it.
0: <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll listen to this Score again. Score Massie. 18. So soon i'm excited we'll get back to this we're not on a weekly schedule again but we promise we will get to pop kids soon so if you want to read it and follow along uh you can join a little book club and then extremist coming up after that Mm -hmm. and then the live show kind of mixed in somewhere in there as well
1: this will be like a surprise book club though where one day you find yourself at a circle of people that are just talking about the book, and you did not pick it up or know that it was coming.
0: Right, so. right. We'll make it approachable. You don't have to read along. No, uh, if you don't want to, but we encourage you to because, hey, Davey Havoc wrote it, man. I bet there's some interesting stuff in there. Yeah, absolutely. S- some insight into that guy. This was fun. We should do these more often, you idiot. I know. I I love doing these with you. Oh gosh, we have All some right.
1: ideas from other some other stuff too, but
0: we're saving that. We for Save sure that. have to get through at least three more episodes of yep. Fire Inside Out before we launch. There our you next go. Venture all right thank you so much for listening to this episode of a fire inside out Mm -hmm. if you like it uh tell a friend tell a fan of black audio or fan of afi yeah and until next time afi
1: Okay, let's do this AFI podcast. Come with
0: me, damn Ow! Howling man murder. Ow! Oh. Wow! Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Oh. Oh.